Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Happy hump day. What you got, what you get, that's what you get. Extra value is what you get when you buy Coronet, Rosemary Clooney. It is time for another punch fest here on the punchy, titillating sports. Yes, that's right. I am your eponymous host, Rick Tittle, coming to you, Bob Sports, coming to you from my house here. Um, And uh, as I said, I think this is the last week I'm going to be doing it at home, although I think I will do shows from my house in the future, just not every damn day. Whoop, whoop. So let's get in and let's get heard wherever you are, America. Where are we? Well, we're in America. No, I mean, individually, wherever you might happen to be. What if I'm in Illinois? Hey, that's cool. Nebraska, North Carolina, wherever you are, there's a toll-free line, whereas, whereby, therefore, notwithstanding, you can be a part of the show. It's 1-800-878-PLAY. Cease play. 1-800-878-7529. Now, I will say this. I'll give you a little warning here. (laughs) Because, as I said, this show might just drop the sports and just be called titillating. Because I have three movie directors on my show today. So, for those of you who come for the sports talk, I appreciate you (laughs) wondering what the hell is going on. I don't even know what's going on. But I have three movie directors today. So they're going to start calling me Jan Tittle. Uh, also comedian Ryan Niemiller, the triple set of comedy. He'll join me again in the third hour. He's at uh, Helium St. Louis. Uh, tomorrow, Rondé Barber will be on the show. I've sat down with uh, Tiki, and Rondé's been on before. It's been a while, though, so it be good to have him on. That's mine. 1-800-878-PLAY, get in. If you're listening on the American Forces Radio Network, I certainly appreciate all you do in our military. Thank you for volunteering. Thank you for keeping us safe. You stay safe. We hope we see you back stateside very, very soon. And Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Facebook, Tittle Sports with Rick Tittle. So come on back. Let's do a show. 
Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. miss out on clean car month at o'reilly auto parts if your car could use a spring cleaning stop by for great deals on everything you need to keep your car looking new like mother's california gold wash and wax just 4.99 for a 64 ounce bottle that's a six dollar savings visit the professional parts people at o'reilly auto parts today or o'reillyauto.com oh 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 o'reilly auto parts Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. As a business owner, you've got a lot of decisions to make. You're the one responsible for your company's ultimate success or failure. You're the one all of your employees look to for direction. And you're the one that has to see the big picture to know what moves to make next. But don't get so caught up in feeling accomplished by getting work done and those to-do items checked off that you forget to check in with yourself. Every week, take 30 minutes to have a meeting with yourself as the chief strategist of your business and make sure you're still headed in the right direction rather than just accomplishing a list of tasks. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. 1-800-878-PLAY to get in. You know, um, when it comes to sports talk, people always say, oh, isn't it great? And you go to a sports bar and people are like 
Joe Montana was not as good as Tom Brady. The banter. I I, I hate the banter over just uh, things that are so subjective like that. You know, it's like when the Warriors had the little dynasty going. They're not as good as the 91 Bulls or the 95 Bulls. I'm like, oh. It's just, it's tiresome. There's no right or wrong answer. People argue till they're red in the face, blue in the face. And it just doesn't matter. But whenever somebody puts out their top 10, top five, whatever, it gets people mad. And a few years ago, there was a list put out <clears throat> by Magic. And a couple other guys uh, chimed in as well, NBA players, about their top five NBA team of all time. And so I remember when I was at 95.7 FM in San Francisco here, that we started doing our own top five all time and my backcourt on my all-time team was michael jordan and kobe bryant who was still alive at the time and a lot of people had a big beef with me that i didn't put steph in there um and look steph's my favorite player of all time he's the greatest player in history um uh, shooter in history i should say <laughs> the greatest player he'd be in there um but nobody else had kobe and then I started uh, getting uh, texts and emails and tweets saying, you know, mad respect for including Kobe. I, it's funny how Kobe got, is it possible that he got overlooked? I think he did because almost everybody regards Magic as a better player than Kobe. And I think they're insane. I saw Magic Johnson play his whole career. Magic Johnson to me was like a Draymond who could dribble and shoot. Now that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> A Draymond that can dribble and shoot. He is a fantastic player. Would you really take Magic Johnson over Kobe Bryant? I think you're insane to take Magic. So Magic will always be put ahead of Kobe in the Pantheon right there. So the reason I bring this up today is because Julius Irving, Dr. J, who was the Michael Jordan of my childhood years, and um, I've told the story before, but I remember I made my uh, freshman basketball team in 1979. Jimmy Carter was president. Yeah, I'm 100. I voted for Taft. But uh, my school colors were black jerseys with red numbers. Really cool color scheme, if, if I'm being honest with you. But I had these baby blue Converse All-Star high tops. And no one called them Chucks back then. Um, it took me a long time to adjust to girls wearing Chucks because it's like wearing Ugg boots. Because they, uh, Converse All-Stars were so anonymous with boys. And then now it's almost like they're synonymous with girls. Like every, every girl now has a pair of Converse All-Stars. But anyway, I digress. But my dad actually, you know, great guy that he is. Uh, forked out on a pair of uh, these uh, leather Converse, white with the red star, and those were the Dr. J's. And that's the first time in my life I had, like, good sports shoes. And I remember we got them at Kinney, the great American shoe store. And Kinney had their own brands, but they also carried some name brands. And I remember they were $40. And... I know I sound like, in my day, a house was a nickel and a loaf of bread. They paid you. <laughs> I 
can't do it like Jackie Mason. Sorry. Um, I just remember when I was in junior high, I got a shirt for this like graduation and the shirt cost $10 and everybody made a big deal. This is a $10 shirt. Don't spill anything on it. This is a $10 shirt. It's like, okay, okay. Can you imagine that being panicked over a $10 shirt, $10, you rip it up and no one even misses it right now. But yeah, they were $40 and I wore those to school and everybody was like, whoa, luckily I didn't get jacked up for them. But it was like, oh, look who thinks he's cool. Dr. J put out his list yesterday of his top 10 NBA players. So what he did was he formed teams. He was thinking about positions. So he had a first team and he had a second team. The first team was the big O, Oscar Robinson, Rob Bertson, Jerry West, uh, Elgin Baylor, who just recently passed, Bill Russell, and Will Chamberlain. Once again, Robertson, West, Baylor, Russell, Chamberlain. Very much players of his era, which you would imagine. Now, to me, Will Chamberlain was the greatest basketball player of all time until Michael Jordan. For me, it's Miles. Will Chamberlain is second. Will Chamberlain, to me, is the most dominant player in the history of the NBA. And you can talk about Bill Russell having 11 rings, and you can talk about Kareem having a scoring title. Nobody, nobody, in my opinion, in the paint is as good as Will Chamberlain. Now, some people have Shaq in there and others, but let me get to his second team. His second team is more of my era when I was growing up. Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Kareem, and the mailman. Carl Malone. Now, none of those guys are an embarrassing pick. None of them. Uh, Two white guys, by the way. Just throw that in there for fun. But uh, Carl Malone gets in ahead of any other big man you can think of that might be long there. And you'd say, well, what about, you know, Shaq? What about Tim Duncan? What about? No, listen, I have no problem with the mailman being second team all time. Um, But anyway, so people had a absolute fit, not because of no Curry, but because there was no LeBron. Now, if you asked me, would I rather have LeBron James or Carl Malone? I'd rather have LeBron James. They do things differently. And if you think about that pick and roll and how what Malone did in the paint, LeBron can do everything. And I saw this with my own eyes in that first championship in 2015. LeBron would bring the ball up, even though they had Kyrie for half a game and they had Shumpert and Delavadova and Smith and these other guards. LeBron would take the inbounds pass and he would bring it up. And normally he would just back a guy low, back a guy low. And whether it was Azili or Bogut or Draymond or Iguodala, he would just back the guy down and then score. He was absolutely unstoppable. He could shoot. He can shoot threes. He can do all of it. So I would have, no offense to the mailman, we're talking about Hall of Famers here, but I would have LeBron in my second team all time. Um, and I would not have Bill Russell first team, as I said. I would not have Elgin Baylor. I would not have Jerry West. Um Second team, though, I would definitely think about Oscar Robertson. And it's, like I said, it's no offense to these guys. It's, I'm more particular. Like, to me, Rick Barry 
is better than Elgin Baylor because I saw Rick Barry. Now, you might say you can't even put those guys in the same sentence. I think you can. But, yeah, if you look at Elgin Baylor's numbers, they're insane. You look at Jerry West's numbers, they're insane. And, obviously, Bill Russell has more rings than he has fingers to put them on. But uh, this is the kind of talk show fodder. So, anyway, thanks for that, Dr. J, <laughs> to kick off the show with that. If that resonates or ruminates with you, you can call me up. I'll move on to something else. All right, number to call, 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violin. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income, And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 
800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Wow, whatever works. Thank you for that. And uh, lines available this whole first hour at 1-800-878-PLAY. Emails, rick at sportsbyline.com. My friend Chrissy says, uh, Rick, continue on. What is your top five? Yes, uh, thanks for that. Um, I mentioned my backcourt was uh, Kobe and Michael Jordan. Uh, I mentioned that I had Bill Russell at center, my forwards were Dr. J and LeBron James. Uh, now you might say that might leave us a little bit thin because there's no power forward in there, but uh, let's just put LeBron at power forward for the sake of argument. Um, and you notice that Dr. J did not include himself uh, on the list, but <clears throat> until Michael Jordan came along, it was Will Chamberlain in the paint, and then outside the pain, it was Dr. J for me. Those were the two greatest that I ever saw. And I still maintain, as I said, wilt. Uh, it's just uh, no, nobody even comes close. And as I said, you, know, you can talk about Bill Russell and, and uh, you know, all these other great big men, and especially Kareem. And look, I don't, I'm not trying to disrespect Kareem. I've got him second team. No one, no one scored more points. But uh, <clears throat> Wilt, to me, was like Shaq in an athletic body, you know, and a little bit taller, maybe. So uh, that's my list. Thank you for uh, chiming in there, Chrissy. The email address is rick.sportsbyline.com. Same day I'm going to meet Chrissy, it's going to be a guy. Yo, what's up, man? It's Chrissy. Chrissy Tagliani, <laughs> you thought I was a girl? What's up, Tittle? What you got? 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> in the uh, Atlantic League, which is an independent baseball league, you know that they've been kind of a, uh, well, let's just call it what it is, an experimental league for Major League Baseball to say, why don't we try this? Why don't we try that? And they've had some interesting concepts o over the years. And this year is getting about as weird slash controversial as you can get. If you think about some of the things they've done and the number one thing they've done, that's freaky tales is that they're going to have 61 feet, six inches between the rubber and the dish. Uh, by the way, that was my favorite nursery rhyme, especially when it ran away with the spoon. But, uh, yeah, a little bit uh, controversial, uh, if you like. But they're trying stuff out, saying, does this work better, does that work better, type of thing. Uh, but we already knew that, Rick, you say to yourself. And that's true. Well, 
yesterday, the Pioneer League, which is an MLB partner league, which has teams like the Missoula Paddleheads and the Colorado Vibes and the uh, Idaho Falls Chuckers. This used to be the Pioneer League was a short season rookie league. In fact, my buddy played for Helena when he got drafted out of Cal by the Brewers. And he made it as far as high A. Funny, the two guys I grew up with who I knew who were the best baseball players, one went to Cal on a scholarship, got drafted by the Brewers, never got out of high A. The other guy who was really good, he was a catcher I grew up with, he got a full ride to USC. They made him the closer. And then he got drafted by the Cincinnati Reds, and he never got past A ball. So I said, it's just amazing to me how many players, and listen, high A, it's nothing to be ashamed of. I would just like to brag that I got drafted. You know, like I was talking about uh, last year, we have uh, someone at Byline, their son got drafted by the Cardinals. I would, I mean, I brag about playing Division II footballs. You can only imagine how much I would brag about actually getting drafted. by a professional sports team, whatever it is. Um, But it's just funny how hard it is to get to the major leagues. And yet there are so many crappy, lousy, lame players in the bigs. It's perspective, I guess. But anyway, the um, partner league, the Pioneer League, which was kind of saved, it's an indie league now. But it's weird. The players who come to these teams now will play for the minimum wage in that state. So if you go to Montana and the minimum wage is $9.75, don't act like it's $15. It ain't California. If the minimum wage is $9.75, that's what these guys will get. But it being a partner league, they want guys who uh, are 25 and younger. They don't want old scrubs. That's the Atlantic League. But they have been thinking about having what they call, uh, you know, maybe some older players who can bring a little panache to the league. But anyway, it's a partner league because they want to see if these guys uh, can actually make it or not. Right. So that being said, um, to avoid, uh, you know, any disturbance to the laws of uh, gravity and baseball rules. You don't want to get anything too crazy, but they have come up with something in this league, which made national headlines yesterday. And uh, they're going to have a home run derby instead of extra innings. How about that? To avoid excessive strain on our pitching staffs. This is from the pioneer league. The pioneer baseball league will not have extra innings but rather will employ a first-of-its-kind knockout rule that resolves tied games with a head-to-head, sudden-death, home-run duel. Under the rule, each team designates a hitter who receives five pitches, with the game determined by most home runs hit. If the game is still tied after the first knockout round, another hitter is selected for a sudden death home run face off until a winner is declared. That's freaking fun. 
It's the miners. Relax. I think that's fun. Uh, also, they have designated pinch hitters and designated pinch runners. What? Designated pinch runner rule permits a player not having previously entered the game to pinch hit for an eligible roster player who then may return to his defensive position. You can only do it one time a game. <laughs> How humiliating is that? Here comes our lousy catcher who's hitting 048. This guy's going to hit for him, but he we want the catcher to go back in because he's really good defensively. They also have a designated pinch runner. Same type of thing. You can have a guy who has not played yet come in and run, but that guy who he ran for stays in the game. You can only do it once a game. Interesting. Uh, the revised check swing rule. The batter can now appeal. And you think, well, don't they do it? No, no. It's the catcher who appeals. Then the batter's like, no way, man. So now, if you think you swung and the guy's like, oh, you can appeal on it. Very interesting. Uh, for better coverage of fly balls, check swings, double plays, and other game situations, Pioneer Baseball League games will now feature three-man umpiring crews rather than the past use of two-man crews. By the way, two-man crews, my favorite rec group. Um, that's really surprising to me. When you think about the cutting of costs and teams going out of business and the whole quarantine and pandemic, no one has any money. Now you're going to hire an extra umpire. But that's fine. Um, the Pioneer League president, a guy that we know very well from his time with the Giants, Michael Shapiro. Yes, he is the president. Mike's up there. He said, I'm thrilled to see these exciting rules changes implemented for this season. The Pioneer Baseball League is committed to developing ideas that enhance the strategy of the game, uh, protect the safety of our players, and add to the fun. Why not, right? That sounds like fun to me, have all that stuff. But, yeah, um, I immediately saw a response from one guy saying, you know, I'm driving around. Uh, Montana, Utah, Colorado, Idaho this summer. And uh, I've already planned to take in games in five different stadiums. And I'm praying for ties. <laughs> right? You know, it's, it's sort of like, you know, I'd much rather have my Sharks win a game than go to the shootout. I'm not going to lie. The shootout's kind of fun. It's not as fun as a home run derby to me because the shootout, the guys rarely score. You know, they come down, they slide back and forth, back and forth, high corner, ah, back and forth, back and forth, five hole. Nah, it never works. You know, it's much better than that dumb shootout thing that MLS had where nobody could score. That was a joke. So Pioneer League, we'll check it out and we'll, we'll see if we like it. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Pilot.
Nissan believes you deserve a car that thrills you. So we have to ask, does your car thrill you? When you hit the pedal, do you get something back? A chill in your spine, goosebumps on your goosebumps. When you take off, do your fingers tighten around the steering wheel? Does your heart beat in your stomach and your breath catch in your chest? Does driving make you feel alive? Because it should. And if your car doesn't thrill you, ours will. This is the new Nissan. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At Tubba Towels, we started with the toughest messes and quickly realized Tubba Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes can clean just about anything, like stubborn brake dust, spilled paint, even permanent marker. There's literally thousands of uses. Proudly made in the USA with over 30,000 five-star reviews. Find Tubba Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes at your local auto parts store, the Home Depot, Lowe's, and more. Look for the big yellow tub. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. 
I think a lot of weird things, but uh, thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to uh, welcome to the show now Rebecca DeAngelis and Jean-Pierre Regis. And they are here to uh, talk about uh, their new movie, Duty Free, which will be in select theaters on uh, May 7th. And there is a preview run which will be beginning in a couple days on uh, IFC Theater uh, as well. And um, Rebecca, let's start with you. This was this movie was a family affair, wasn't it? Absolutely, was a family affair. Yes. And that's because why? Well, it was me and you, Bob. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, I was going to let you tell it. Uh, Sean Pierre, you uh, talk about the, you know, you're, you know, you're a New York guy, but you have uh, some some European uh, panache to you as well. How how did you get started in the biz? Yeah, so I was a TV journalist um, since I was out of college, really, um, and so I've been telling stories, uh, typically about either celebrities or sort of social movements for quite a while, um, and. Then, you know, when my mom was fired from her job, uh, the, her story really sort of unfolded right before me. And so I picked up a camera um, and some audio uh, devices and just started shooting. And it's been five years now. Um, and the film is uh, now ready to go. I never thought I would be a filmmaker, but here I am. <laughs> And uh, so, let, Rebecca, let's talk about it. You, um, at 75 years old, um, you got the boot from your job, and this was a, a case of, of pure ageism. What happened? Well, <clears throat> what happened was that the actual termination was due to, quote, restructuring of one person. <laughs> but leading up to the termination, I, I was getting the feeling that I was being, you know, um, pushed out. So... I would tell Jean Pierre how how I felt, and he and he um, kind of got concerned, and he came up and visited me, and we talked about these things. And then suddenly one day I was called to the office today, Rebecca, today is your last day, and he was in Paris at the time, so I just called him and left him a message, and Sean, you take it from there. And that was the that's in the film, that's in the trailer, um, and that's really what it was. Getting that call from my mom telling me that she was fired at age seventy five, and knowing that you know she had some six hundred dollars in her bank account, um, that the film really kind of kicked off um, because I knew that in some ways I needed to save her, um, and so the film really jockeys between her trying to get back on her feet. Um, but also the light and fun and joyful aspect of it is that I come up with a crazy idea to take her on a bucket list adventure to do all the things she could never do while she was working, um, really to take her mind off of, um, you know, the heartbreak of losing her job. And Sean Pierre, you know, you think about how forward thinking we are in America, or at least we're supposed to be. And yet in this country, we really work you to work, you work, you work you, and then just spit you out. And other countries will give you six weeks paid vacation. Um, we don't have siestas here. It's uh, mm -hmm. it can be pretty heartless, as you've seen yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it, it's heartbreaking, honestly. I mean, the fact that 
you know, our, the baby boomer generation, there are more people turning 65 plus than there are under 18. Um, it's a massive generation, as we all know, um, and 25 million of those Americans won't have enough money to get them through retirement age. We crush ourselves to work, you know, every day of our lives to prove ourselves. Um, and at the end um, of it all, uh, unfortunately, a lot of us don't have enough to show for it. Um, and, uh, you know, we sort of tell that story or show that through my mom's story. Um, and it's one of the things that we're really trying to have a conversation about um, is the rights of older people generally, that they are valuable and should be visible and should be cared for, um, but also about employment more generally. Very interesting. And Rebecca, so this bucket list, the bucket list as uh, Jean-Pierre was mentioning, one of these included you jumping out of a plane. Now, was that truly on your bucket list or was that a new thing? That was the last item on my bucket list, I would say. But I did it because everybody said, oh, gee, George Bush did and he was 90 and all these different people in their older age. I thought that was part of the thing. I was not gung-ho, shall we say, to start. And I did have a conversation with the person who was uh, kicking me on his back, who was an aerialist. I said, sir. I don't want to be doing any aerialist twists. I know that's your job. He said, Rebecca, yes, that's my job. You didn't like anybody telling you how to do yours. And off we went, twisting and turning and ups and downs and round about, and my bum flying like a palm tree in the air. <laughs> I landed on my feet. I do not recommend it to anybody who's faint of heart. But I will say it is one of the best scenes in the movie at the end, seeing a 75-year-old jump out of a plane and mom watching you. It's just like, it's, it's pure joy and exhilaration, though it might have been fright, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it looks joyful. <laughs> yes. right. Well, that's the thing, Rebecca. Did you enjoy it? Because I have a feeling if I did it, I'd have my eyes closed the whole time and then I would like ruin it. Well, I told me to keep my eyes open so I could wave to the cameraman, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it was the best feeling was actually just seeing the earth just within my feet reach everywhere. <laughs> And just gliding along and the wind carrying me behind. Yes, it was joyful at that point. <laughs> but it was kind of scary with the memory in my mind. I just found a document stating that they were not responsible should anything ill happen towards me, for example, death. <laughs> a couple more questions for Rebecca Danigelis and Jean-Pierre Regis, the movie Duty Free. Um, Jean-Pierre, what were some of the other um, bucket list items that you guys did? Yeah, so we um, we milked a cow in Vermont. My mom really wanted to do that. We um, my mom wanted to walk or complete the Boston Marathon, okay. and so uh, we did that in 90 degree heat. Um, she wanted to reunite with her daughter, who she hadn't seen in a decade in England. Um, we did that. She wanted to visit her sister's grave. Um, because she couldn't get to the funeral um, in England because she was working. She had to work. Um, so we did that. And, you know, so they really made up for past regrets in her life, some of them. Some of them were things that hotel guests had done that she always wanted to do. And some of them were just really fun, like joining Instagram, um, where she now has 50,000 followers. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rebecca, being a housekeeper as long as you have, can you share with us the worst mess you've ever seen like did you have to clean up a crime scene or a rock band destruction what would what have been the worst what a great question well hey oh yes you'd be amazing well actually i was the director of housekeeping so i had people who i would oversee to do that but i have to join in with them 
But uh, we had a big fire at one hotel I worked at, and then as a matter of fact, two people died, and that was really an awful time getting through that. And that was back in, I think, 1980. Uh, but people really, and I guess readings from my friends, things are getting, you know, uh, just really messy. You know, they're getting people in there now who have nowhere else to live, and they're getting reduced rates and messes in the toilets. We just saw a picture the other day of a guy, the whole toilet was broken in half. People leave cats in the rooms and go off. Oh my gosh. What was the what was the biggest tip? Like did any movie star leave you a thousand dollars? Well, no, but I actually, I was working when I first, so back in the 60s, the Beatles came to stay at our hotel, and um, one of them wrote something on the pillowcase, so I wrote back to the, to the, um, to the, uh, I wrote to the, the tour manager to say, you know, we're very happy, but, you know, he'd written something very personal on the, on the sheets and the pillowcases. I said, um, you know, we're going to have to have to pay. So I'll tell you what he said. I'll give you a thousand dollars for them. Did they sign them? I said, Jason, send them to me. I'll give you a thousand dollars. That's a great story. You've probably seen it all. And Sean Pierre. Now the other thing is, as great as this whirlwind bucket list tour was, back to reality, six hundred dollars in the bank. I mean, what 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 was the sort of the end the end of all this? Yeah, so I would sit with my mom um, and watch her try and help her try and get a job. And, you know, what's so crazy was me realizing that the entire culture has really moved very quickly to technology. Um, You know, everything's on LinkedIn now. You're emailing your resume. You're not handing it in. And so I saw the trials that older people are up against um, right now in terms of trying to find a job, the basics of finding a job. Um, Luckily, my mom was able to get a part-time job working for somebody that used to work for her. So um, that in a hotel. And so that ended up working, thankfully. But it really opened my eyes up to um, sort of the technological divide um, of older folks. And and now, particularly coming out of the pandemic, how hard it might be for a lot of them to get back onto their feet for survival. Very interesting. Last question, Rebecca. Um, For you, did you ask your son don't put that scene in the movie, take out the part where I'm crying, or did you kind of just cross your fingers and hope it looked all right? Well, you should know that when he first started taking pictures of me, we weren't making a film then. He was just talking to me about what had happened at work that day, you know, the, the early days. And I'd have no makeup on and stuff like that. I see the pictures later with no makeup on, <laughs> and I'm saying, turn off, and stuff, excuse me. And take <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> I told her that she has she only could watch over once and tell me if she had any issues before it uh, hit the theaters, and it was pretty much all a go. So um, yeah, I mean, if you want to see my mom with no makeup on and being really real and having a really amazing time, um, all if you go to dutyfreefilm.com under the Watch the Film tab, um, you'll find all the theaters next to you that are playing it, or you can watch it um, from home via streaming. Um, uh, from any of those sites. Great stuff. Yes, the film is called uh, Duty Free, official selection of Doc New York City. The IFC theater run will begin in two days, and then uh, everywhere, um, virtual and in person, 
uh, on uh, May 7th. A very unique film, obviously a, a love letter to your mom as well. We've been speaking with Jean-Pierre and Rebecca. Congratulations on the film, you two. Looking forward to uh, checking it out. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you for having us. We so appreciate it. Happy, All happy right. Very, okay. Thank you. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Bike. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 that's 800-485-6003 Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Matthew. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say 
that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank I, you very I, much. Don't for that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Well, that's some dramatic stuff. Uh, We've got another two hours to go. But first, uh, news from the golf world. You know, as much as we hear from the CDC in America that uh, you can take your mask off in public if you're not around anyone and people are getting more and more vaxxed. I saw a headline today that said, Vaccination looks like it might be cutting down on spreading. You think? And yet we see what's going on in India, which is horrible right now. Um, Tokyo has a new lockdown. So, you know, you kind of think, well, in America, we got this taken care of. No, we don't. We have four players have now withdrawn from this week's Valspar Championship at Innisbrook. And, um, I mean, that's the most since the PGA returned. Uh, what was that? The Charles Schwab. That was back in June. And so Terrell Hatton, Will Gordon, Bryce Garnett, and Sepp Straka are all out with positive tests. Tim Wilkinson, J.J. Spawn, Kiradach, Afi Barnrot, and Nelson Ledesma have taken their spots. Now, none of these names uh, is, of course, a top 10 player, except for you think about... Um, as I said, uh, Terrell Hatton, he at least is a guy who, I mean, that I've heard of. <laughs> but, I mean, the um, if you think about the event last season um, that uh, had fans come, and, and now they say they're going to have 25% of fans, but um, the PGA Tour has at least removed testing for players who have been vaccinated. That doesn't mean that you still can't have and can't spread it. Jose Altuve got COVID after his first shot. They say you're only 60%, uh, you know, protected after your first shot. So that shouldn't be a shocking either, but still got a ways to go with this folks. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on sports. Bye. Radio News with Lance Pry. The Democrat governor of California, Gavin Newsom, recall will take place this fall. This Sherman Oaks bar owner was shut down, all the while Newsom's policies allowed a TV production company to stay open 50 feet away with nearly an identical setup. 
Angela Martin on Fox News. This is our chance as a, as a state to say, no, we're going to hold you accountable and you are now fired. Recall organizer Randy Economy says the signatures for recall were bipartisan. So again, this has not been a Republican movement. It's not been a Democratic movement. It's been a California movement. We can't live in a one party state forever. And I think those days are going to be over with. And thank goodness we've gotten to this point. I'm so excited. On the eve of his 100 days in office, President Biden will deliver his first address to a joint session of Congress on Wednesday night. It'll take place at 9 p.m. Eastern on most networks. This is USA Radio News. America's great cities are in deep trouble. Businesses are closing, taxpayers fleeing, and police are defunded as crime and homelessness rise. It's a dangerous time in big cities like New York, L.A., Chicago, Seattle, San Francisco, and more. All this week, Rob Schmidt is on Newsmax TV, exposing the real truth in his series, Cities on Fire. Every night, Rob Schmidt gives you the real news you won't hear anywhere else. So watch Rob Schmidt tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern and see his Cities on Fire special. Newsmax TV is on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. Plus, get Newsmax free on most smart TVs like Samsung, Sony, and LG. Or tune in on Roku, Pluto, Zumo, and YouTube Live. And millions have already downloaded the free Newsmax TV app on their smartphones. So start watching America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Because Newsmax is real news for real people. Lawmakers in Washington are gearing up to combat the cartels taking advantage of the new border policies set by President Biden. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. The Department of Homeland Security is out with a new plan targeting the cartels that are behind the rush of human smuggling at the southern border. It's winning praise from Republicans like Louisiana Congressman Clay Higgins, the ranking member on the Homeland Security Subcommittee on Border Security. Every child they smuggle or use to distract from their loads of drugs and sex trafficking makes them more emboldened. There are 10 major drug cartels identified in Central America. The United States has been placed on a list of countries Russia considers to be unfriendly, despite optimism of a summit between the two countries this summer. Also named unfriendly, Ukraine, Lithuania, Poland, Latvia, Czech Republic, Estonia, United Kingdom, and the country of Georgia. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. New technology with implants can help paralyzed veterans walk again. Veteran Joshua Birch describes the night he became paralyzed. And I went to Guam uh, to help assist the Air Force because our aircraft were there. And one of the nights I was there, I don't even remember what happened. I just know I woke up the next morning outside on the ground unable to move. Mr. Birch on Fox News says he thought he would never walk again. No, not at all. Spinal cord injury research chief Dr. Ashraf Gorgi talks about the program. We started this five years 
ago when we started our exoskeleton program. And our exoskeleton program just lead us to this uh, uh, fantastic implantation, epidural stimulation, uh, using a different type of epidural stimulation called percutaneous leads. Um, and uh, definitely the results will start to show up from day one when we start to regain some motor activities in their legs, which was very fantastic for them to see their legs moving after all these years of paralysis. Dr. Rob Trainer performed the surgery. So implantable spinal cord stimulators have been around for 70 years, so we're really, for pain, so we're really leveraging existing technology for societal need. There's two phases to this uh, particular implant. One, we, we do a trial with two eight-contact leads. We map out which contact will activate different muscle groups, and if the patient passes a trial, we do a full implantation with a battery placed under the skin during the operation. I'm Lance Prime, and this is USA Radio News. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Hour three underway. And uh, how's your uh, draft lotto going? <laughs> who do you want your who do you want your team to draft? You know, for some guys, I think it's uh, some guys and gals, fans. It's almost like, who do you want your team not to draft? Like, I think there's going to be Niner fans all over the world who will just breathe a sigh of relief if they don't hear Mac Jones. They could hear Trey Lance. They could hear Justin Fields. But if they hear Mac Jones, they're going to go, oh, no. If they draft Mac Jones, that's just a simple case, and we've seen it so many times in sports, where there's a guy who thinks, you know what? I know best. I know what I need. And I know how good I can make this kid. And that's called hubris is what it is. That's just pure hubris. Now, the last time uh, I didn't like a quarterback this much was Sam Darnold. Now, the thing is, I think uh, Mac Jones is way better than Sam Darnold. Way better. So I'm not saying Mac Jones is going to suck. I'm just saying you can't compare him 
to Justin Fields. That's all I'm saying. Okay? I don't wish anything bad on the kid. It's not like I hate Alabama or something. But I think Niner fans are so scared. <laughs> and they should be. Because if they hear Mac Jones, it's going to be deep, deep, deep depression. Although Dominic came on the air and went on the record that he's he's not looking forward to it, but he'll hope for the best. And what else can you do as a fan? It's just to see, see everybody tittle. All those people were wrong. Mac Jones is all pro, baby. First team all pro. Well, we'll see. 1-800-878-PLAY to get in. 1-800-878-7529. Ryan Niemiller is going to join us again. Comedian. We'll look forward to some jokes. No, I won't ask him to do jokes, but we'll look forward to speaking with him. Big shout out to the troops listening on American Forces Radio Network. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
How can I feel as good at the end of the day as I felt at the beginning? The all-33 Backstrong chair makes it possible. Well, how about tech that can triple the size of my monitor when I'm on the go? With the Mobile Pixel Trio, it's possible. How can my small business make a strong impression? It's possible with the iPostal One Virtual Mailbox. Welcome to Staples Connect, a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or at staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show film director R.V. Raghu, here to talk about the new movie Cerebrum. And uh, this is all going to be part of uh, the uh, upcoming uh, film festival. Tell us a little bit more about the film festival and how this all got started. R.V., what's going on, man? Hey, Rick, how are you? First of all, th- thanks, thanks for having me on the show. And, um, yeah, the, the film festival, it just ended. Like uh, It's called the International World Fest Film Festival. It's been uh, running for 54 years now. It's one of the longest-running film festivals. And the movie came out on uh, last Sunday night. We premiered, premiered last Sunday night, and we actually won the, the most coveted award for science fiction during during the filming. So it's one of the top most awards you can win. So we bagged that award, so we were pretty excited about that. Now, the plot, a man volunteers as a guinea pig in a guy's, like, home base lab, but when he commits a crime, he cannot remember. He must risk his own sanity to reveal the truth. That's a little plot blurb. Take us a little bit into the... Uh, the writing and uh, the genesis of this project. How did it get off the ground? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, you, you, you nailed it perfectly well with the, the little, little synopsis that you gave. Uh, it's about a guy who signs up at a lab for at a memory transfer lab and ends up committing a crime that he cannot remember, and he has to figure out how to fix it and get out of it. Um, so, so the process started out in uh, three years ago. Uh, being a science geek myself, uh, I was just looking around and thinking, like, how can all this online stuff like Amazon, Google, Facebook, and everything knows what you need even before you want it, right? You know, Amazon can tell you, like, hey, here are the products you could buy. Or Facebook tell you, here are the things that you should be liking or people you should be following. Um, so it's just an extension of that. I'm like, okay, if you keep doing everything online and have this, this much of a digital footprint, uh, it is possible to have a digital memory of ourselves, even maybe after we die, there could be a digital persona of uh, per se that could be hanging around somewhere. Um, so it, it was an extension of that to say, like, okay, what happens if we do copy a living person's memory in, into digitally and have the ability to replay that uh, those memories? Uh, I mean, right now, uh, Elon Musk's Neuralink is pretty much doing the same thing, right? They are taking a monkey's brainwaves and converting into a, a digital signal and controlling video games. So this is pretty much the extension of that. 
Um, so using that, I kind of started writing it, but obviously any movie needs that heart and soul. Uh, so we definitely introduced the, the concept of a father and son having like a very struggled relationship and how through the course of the movie, they, the men relationship and come to come to understand each other. No, it's very interesting. And I know um, in the cast, you have uh, James Russo uh, as well. And Mm -hmm. I all, when I think of him, I always think about how scary he was in Donnie Brasco. I mean, you just look at his face and you start getting scared. What, what was it like having such a veteran actor like that in this? Uh, he, 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 on set, he's scary. Like you said, he has the, this persona, this heavy presence that nobody else can bring in. Like, you know, he can just stand in front of the camera, doesn't have to say a word, and he, you just feel him. But off screen, he was just, just a gem of a guy. Like, you know, we, we would there after the shoot before the shoot talk about his family my family and and he would he would talk about his uh, friend named Robert Duval and his friend named Mickey Rourke and he would just like tell stories about all these people that he hangs out with how it was uh, for him to work with Quentin Tarantino and all that um, but on set he is is on 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 the mark he comes in he reads the script Sometimes he would say, like, hey, this is too much for me to say. Don't worry about it. I don't have to say it. I just have to look. I'll be like, okay, I understand. So, you know, we'll roll the camera, and he would come in. He would not say something. He would just turn around, look up and down, and it would just register what he is thinking. It's, he's Very a phenomenal actor. Very interesting. A couple more questions for RV Raghu Cerebrum. By the way, out May 4th, video on demand from Glasshouse Pictures. You, this was really your baby. I mean, you produced it, you directed it, and then, correct me if I'm wrong, you're dealing with PR and marketing, you're doing social media and all the other stuff, too? <laughs> it's it's the life of an independent filmmaker, right? So uh, I, I wrote it, I started producing it, I directed it. Um, yeah, right now I'm doing all the, the PR work, the social media work, and everything in between. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a pleasure doing it, you know, this, this, is, a, this is a passion of mine. So I, I don't complain having to, if I have to put in like 16, 18 hour work days, uh, it's okay because I enjoy the process. Now, it helps that you're a science fiction geek yourself, right? Oh, yes. Um, I have a bachelor's in mechanical engineering and a master's in computer science. And with that came all like, you know, liking all science and cool things and cool gadgets and whatnot. So I'm an absolute science geek, if you may. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, sometimes people will say you have these fantastic graduate degrees and then, like, your parents are like, what are you doing making movies? But now that you're a success, you can say, see, I told you I knew what I was doing. Did we lose him? I'm having bad luck with the Skype lately there. Um, yes, RV Ragu is the director and the uh, film. Check it out. As I said, video on demand, Cerebrum from Glasshouse Pictures. <clears throat> Are we trying to get him back? We're trying to get him back. We only have a couple of minutes left in the segment anyway. Um, or he was so offended by that that maybe his parents were giving him a lot of, uh, no, just kidding, <laughs> 1-800-878-PLAY. By the way, if you're an Antonio Brown fan, and remember he always was tweeting, hey, AB fans out there, I don't, I don't know if there are a lot of AB fans, but uh, uh, he's back with the uh, Bucks for six point two five million. RV, I have you back. Yes, you do. Okay, 
Uh, we just have time yeah, for I, one. I, I don't know what happened because I, I could totally hear you guys, but um, uh, I guess my, my voice was not going through. Uh, yeah, to, to answer your question, when I, when I started you know, acting and making movies, uh, my, my dad was always supporting me, but my, uh, my mom was like, what are you doing, man? You went to school for like seven years doing bachelors and computer science and whatnot, and I don't think this is a path for you. But, you know, I kept my job, so. So, last question for you then. Are you kind of like M. Night or Hitchcock that you have to put yourself, or Scorsese, you have to put yourself in all your movies? Uh, I, I, I'm hoping to. Actually, I, I am there in this movie, although you don't see my face. I I kind of lend my hand, if you may, as a hand prop in several of those scenes. Like, every time you see a close-up shot of the character Bruno doing something, it's it's my hand. Um, hopefully, in the next movie, I can show my face. Yes. <laughs> Do you, you don't need a SAG card for your hand, right? I, I, yeah, they, they, they didn't. They didn't ask for it. They didn't ask me to sign, sign any waivers or anything for my hand. So I'm good. <laughs> now, did but, you use your hand because you have I'm a beautiful hand, or you're a control freak, or you just wanted to get your hand in there? <laughs> uh, I, I just, I just have to ha- have my hand in all over the movie, right? So no, it, it just happens just that after we, after after we filmed, there were some of those insert shots if you made, we needed to get. And obviously me matching the skin tone of Bruno, he said, like, okay, let's not go back to the actor and I can do this. He has his hand in this movie figuratively and literally. Producer director RV Raghu, the film Cerebrum, video on demand on May 4th from Glasshouse. RV, congratulations on the film. Thanks for stopping by and hopefully we catch up again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. we got an open segment. Come on back on Sports Pilot. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Oh, there's some doubt in your voice. By the way, in the next segment, comedian Ryan Niemiller will join us. But let's go to the phone lines. And we have from the great state of Michigan, Robert. How you doing, Robert? Hey, Rick. Fine, fine. I'm glad uh, you're taking my call. I'm a big fan of your show. Uh, uh, I want to start off just saying... um, a couple of weeks ago, you had on the uh, director of Francesco, the movie, Yevgeny, I don't remember his last name, but I, right. but nevertheless, the I, wa- the Pope, I, watched yeah. the, I watched the movie the other night, and that was a real good one. I recommend that one, Francesco. Right. It was a really powerful movie, powerful. But uh, a little while back, I did your show with the uh, all-NBA teams, and... Yeah. Uh, I make a. I made my own all Detroit team, an all Michigan team. If you would bear it for me to uh, please display that, or sure. or utter my my choices. Sure. And this is an all Detroit team. All guys here are for, within Eight Mile Road. So I put down as my guard George Gervin, Steve Smith. At forward, I got Dan Roundfield. And Dave DeBusher, and that center Earl Curitan. And I want to preface that I know that's very subjective, but if you are a starter in the NBA for three or five years or ten years, you are bad. I mean, you you're bad. You're an athlete. You're super elite. So all of these guys, what I picked, I based them on their character and their long time playing career. You know, I don't think I've I heard the it. name. 
Dan, I don't think I've heard the name Dan Roundfield since I was in high school, but yeah, he was an all-star, wasn't he? He sure was, and he played his whole career in Atlanta. Huh. Uh, Are you he sure? He went to Central Michigan. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. That's kind of what prompted me Pist- to put him on my list. I thought he played for the uh, Pistons. No, Dan Roundfield played for Atlanta. I know, Atlanta but after Hawks. that, he didn't play for the Pistons? Like, when I was in college, I feel like I went to a he game. He went to Central he... Michigan. He went to Central Michigan. I don't know if maybe you got that okay. in there. All right. But Dave DeBusher went on to... Uh, the Pistons, but what do I know? <laughs> Dave DeBusher went on to with the Knicks, and Dave DeBusher also played Major League Baseball with the Chicago Sox, the starting pitcher. Do you know that? And then uh, I have an all-Michigan... An all-Michigan uh, team, Glenn Rice and Trent Tucker. They're from Flint, Michigan. Irvin Johnson's from Lansing, Michigan. Devin Booker's from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And then I got Draymond Green. He's from uh, Saginaw, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then also, if you want to put in Rudy T, Rudy T's in a Polish town called Hamtramck. <laughs> but those are my... Uh, those are my picks, and uh, I welcome anyone else to put their own city in too. If someone else wants, has any other cities to offer. Well, um, I've had him on the show before. Paul Brecky Miser talks about um, the city of Oakland, California, just from the public schools, and it's an amazing list of Olympians and NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. So, yeah, those are two great sports cities right there. Do you remember what college Dave DeBusher went to? He went to University of Detroit. Yeah, Detroit Mercy, it was called, right? Yeah, well, it used to be called University of Detroit, and it was okay. maybe 10, 15 years ago, it was called, now it's University of Detroit Mercy. There was a Mercy College across the street, and they merged. Very good knowledge. I didn't know that. I just knew him <laughs> as, Detroit, yeah, yeah. as Detroit Mercy. But um, that's where Earl Curitan went too, right? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And Earl Curitan does um, uh, color commentary for U of D basketball now. And he had a long career, too. He played, I think, 12, 14 years in the league. That's why I put him on there. Because now, I couldn't find a I'm real wrong, And I don't know if you mentioned him, but a kid that I liked when I first started watching the NBA was Spencer Haywood. Isn't oh, he a Detroit, most definitely. Detroit guy, right? Yes, and University of Detroit also. Hmm. And wow. He may have been the first player in history to go hardship. Is that right? Good I, I know he had something about that. Like he had a, and he was really super. And he still lives in Detroit area, if I remember right. I, I've met him over the years. And uh, yeah. Now Earl so that's what I have a, Earl the twirl, right? Right. He exactly. He was a guy. He was a guy that was with the, um, I'm trying to, did he win the championship with the Sixers? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So he, but he wasn't a starter, right? No, he was always, uh, he was maybe a, he was a bench player, but a role player, call him a role player. Right. He was in a long career. Yeah. Not, not a big name, but a big guy, like six ten. Yeah. Right. And Steve Smith, Went to Michigan State, and he endowed a, a fortune to the MSU. And if you go out on campus, it's called the Steve Smith Building. 
this school of business. So uh, he's he's a he's done a lot, and now he does uh, color commentary on uh, college basketball. So when I think about the Fab Five, Howard King, Jackson, Rose, and Weber, were any of those guys Detroit guys? Uh, yes, they were. Chris Weber. Was a Detroit, he went to Country Day High School, or which was out in the yeah. That was this is interesting, Rick, because it, when I went to school, we went to school right in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And Chris Weber grew up in Detroit, and he went out. He was kind of the first kind of guy who started that thing that I'd go out in the suburbs and play. And nowadays, mm-hmm. Detroit public schools, you a player might go to Washington D.C. or he might go to North Carolina. And play at mm-hmm. and at uh, AAU Academy, but Chris Weber started kind of that that in Michigan at least that kind yeah. of big movement. I'm just I just I just typed it in. Juwan Howard was from Chicago, but it says Jalen Rose went to Southwestern High School in Detroit. Right. Yep. Yep. That's true. And that was a big program in uh, in high school. I think he's I think he's great on the air, By the way, as a uh, broadcaster, I really like Jalen. Oh yeah. And he's he has a uh, they, he does a lot for you know underprivileged kids in the city uh, and has a foundation and they have uh, he does a lots of philanthropy a real good guy he could have made my list certainly I have a list maybe uh, uh, I could go on and on but I, I had to pick people you know I had to leave some of them off mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's you know and, and basketball in Michigan is super popular I think it's probably the most popular sport amongst youth and in and, uh, and the general public and even I still play in the old uh, breakfast league so uh, oh yeah I could play I was uh, I could play you know what and I kind I of really find that playing. you know what when we were growing up I mean you played basketball or you didn't play anything that was like our only option there for about four months Right, right, and you didn't really need anything but a pair of sneakers and uh, just go out. We played outdoors a lot. Sure. Simply, just down the down the road, and I only played, played in a gym lot when and... I played from in my high school. Otherwise, it was all blacktop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I'm a big basketball fan and a track and field fan. That's kind of my my two pet peeves, and and I still do I do a lot of running and play basketball, and I follow it. All right, well, that's hey, the college game th- more nowadays. Yeah. No, I hear you. Thanks for the call. That's some good knowledge. I like how you're, uh, you're, you're proud of your area. That's cool, Robert. Oh, most definitely. Rick, thanks a lot. All right. Take care, buddy. That's Robert out there in Michigan, and lines are available. 800-878-PLAY. Yeah, just going back to uh, Paul Breckemeiser. He wrote a book called uh, Hometown Heroes. Now, Hometown Edge. Hometown advantage, ah, whatever. Paul Breckemeiser, I got his name right. Um, the the list of, and he didn't even get into the Catholic schools in Oakland. <laughs> the list of people who just went to the OAL, the Oakland Athletic League schools, is is ludicrous um, when you just think about all the most fantastic players. And then if you want to, if you want to throw in Alameda with Willie Stargell and Jason Kidd and Jimmy Rollins and uh, Isaiah Ryder, J.R. Ryder, Dontrell Willis. Like, if you just want to throw in Alameda for fun, you can, but you don't, you don't even have to do that. 
you just go down the line. And I think about uh, not just players, but like groundbreaking players like Kurt Flood, what he did. Every Major League Baseball player uh, owes a lot to what Kurt Flood did. And by the way, Kurt Flood as a player, what do you have like seven gold gloves? He's like a lifetime 285 hitter. Kurt Flood was fantastic. And I remember Joe Morgan, who grew up with him in Oakland, he tried to get him his benefits. I mean, the guy couldn't even get a pension. He couldn't even get medical. Talk about taking one for the team, taking one for the sport that he did. And of course, Marvin Miller had a lot to do with that as well. And posthumously, he got into the uh, the Hall of Fame. By the way, if you get off on Coolidge, uh, if you're taking uh, the MacArthur Freeway, if you get off on Coolidge in Oakland, right there on the corner of Texas Street and Coolidge, that's Kurt Flood Field there, by the way. Thought I'd throw that in. All right, a little comedy on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Now today's cleaning tip from Tuba Towels Heavy Duty Cleaning Wipes. Most people are disinfecting more frequently these days. But did you know there's a difference between disinfecting and cleaning? Cleaning is the first step before disinfecting and is needed on a regular basis to remove germs, dirt, and dust from surfaces. Plus, keeping a clean surface helps minimize the growth of future germs. And now a word from Tuba Towels. At Tuba Towels, we started with the toughest messes and quickly realized Tuba Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes can clean just about anything, like stubborn brake dust, spilled paint, even permanent marker. There's literally thousands of uses. Proudly made in the USA with over 30,000 five-star reviews. Find Tuba Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes at your local auto parts store, the Home Depot, Lowe's, and more. Look for the big yellow tub. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. As a business owner, you've got a lot of decisions to make. You're the one responsible for your company's ultimate success or failure. You're the one all of your employees look to for direction. And you're the one that has to see the big picture to know what moves to make next. But don't get so caught up in feeling accomplished by getting work done and those to-do items checked off that you forget to check in with yourself. Every week, take 30 minutes to have a meeting with yourself as the chief strategist of your business and make sure you're still headed in the right direction rather than just accomplishing a list of tasks. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. 
We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Girl, you better get in line. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, You know I love the uh, comedy, and soon hopefully we'll be getting the comedians back in studio, but when we get them on the horn, we certainly do that. And it's great to welcome back to the show comedian Ryan Niemiller. He has uh, shows at the St. Louis uh, Helium Club. Uh, tomorrow night he has a show. He has two on Friday and he has two on Saturday as well. Ryan, how has the transition gone for you actually going back into a place that has a roof? Did you do the parking lots and the rooftops and things like that this last year? Uh, it, it's been very interesting. Now, how, how are we doing, Rick? It's, uh, uh, I've been doing mostly the Zoom comedy shows. So like the biggest transition has been having to do comedy wearing pants again. <laughs> like that's the, uh, the, that's the hardest thing to remember. I almost like leave for the club every time going, Oh yeah, I probably should wear jeans or I'm going to jail tonight. <laughs> the other thing too, I've talked to comedians who's been doing the zoom shows and I guess the hardest thing for me, it's easy to get zero reaction. I'm used to it, but for you, you're on zoom, you're doing stuff that you know is gold. You might even be doing your closer and you can't hear any laughs. I mean, they might be there, but you can't hear them. Well, what's that like when you're getting no feedback? Uh, you, you definitely have to adjust. Uh, it, it was very rough early on. But uh, the way that I kind of looked at it is, you know, every type of venue is different. You know, doing a comedy club is not the same as doing a, a little dive bar, which is not the same as doing, you know, America's Got Talent, which I did. And it's not the same as doing, you know, so you just have to assume you're doing well and hope for the best. That's sort of how you have to go into. You got to go in blind and just go, <laughs> well, hopefully they like it. When I was on uh, TV uh, often about, it was like 10 years ago, but I used to be on this TV show here in San Francisco. It was sort of like the sports round table. And I couldn't believe how many people told me they saw me on that. So for you to be on America's Got Talent, I can only imagine you could be in a laundromat in Wichita and people remember you, right? 
Yeah, and uh, I have a little bit of a unique look as well. So, uh, you know, having uh, the disability in my arms, um, I'm pretty recognizable. Even during the pandemic where we're wearing masks, somehow they're still able to find out it's me. So, uh, it, it's one of those things that it's very flattering. Like, I'm not mad about it. But I did comedy for 13 years before I got America's Got Talent. So it's still a really cool rush because you're used to nobody caring at all. Because suddenly everyone's like, hey, you were great. And you're like, I'm just trying to eat, man. This is awesome. <laughs> you know, I remember waiting outside the cellar um, in Greenwich Village. And these guys were barking for this place called the Greenwich Village Comedy Club. And they go, come on in. It's only $5. And there was like three folding chairs. And the comics got up there. And one of them actually said, what am I doing here? What a waste of time. But that's that's the uh, that's the rocky road, right? And some people give up, and they have a good reason to give up. But people like you, you stuck to it. So, what was your nader? When did you say, you know what? I don't need this. Screw this comedy thing. Oh, I mean, the way that I look at it, if you don't try to quit comedy every six months or so, you don't care about it because it, it, it's one of those things. <laughs> it's a, it's a very cruel mistress. It, it's it's the best job I've ever had, and at times it can be the worst job you ever had, you know, because uh, especially before AGT hit, it's, you know, I did it for a long time, and I was an old road dog. So I'm doing, you know, 12, 13, 14-hour drives to get to the middle of Iowa, and you show up there, and, like, no one at the venue even knows it's comedy night, <laughs> and, you know, you get paid 50 <laughs> bucks, and you have to sleep in your car because you couldn't afford a hotel, and, and that, that's fun when you're 22, you know, that, that's like a, being the starving artist is a really cool, you know, sexy thing when you're 22. When you start getting to be about 35, 36, your mom starts to worry about you a little bit. Your friends are confused why you're still doing it. But uh, luckily for me, I was too stupid to quit, and it worked out. Well, you're modest. It's talent that got you there. But the thing is, are you one of these guys who... Um, because I remember hearing Joe List say that even though he's been doing it for 20 years, he'll start a set, they'll get a laugh, and he'll think in his head, oh, I'm killing right now. And then he won't get a laugh, and he goes, oh, no, I'm a POS, I should quit, I'm not funny. And then the next joke hits. Like, do you, do you have that emotional roller coaster on stage? Uh, you can't. It, it's maybe not joke to joke, um, but that doesn't surprise me that Joe would say that. Uh, <laughs> I love Joe. He's super funny. <laughs> but, yeah, it can mm -hmm. be. And, and uh, you're always uh, in your head. You're as good or as bad as your last show. So it, it, there's certain situations, like especially getting back to it now, like we're all pretty rusty because we just haven't had the reps that we you know are used to having because of the, what's gone on the last year. So it's so hard not to go out there, at least in the back of your head, being like, well, I hope I remember how to do this. <laughs> couple more questions for Ryan Niemiller. He's at the St. Louis uh, Helium Club tonight, or I should say tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. Um, <clears throat> I always think it's funny, too, when, when I hear comedians talk to me or on podcasts, whatever, the sort of vagaries of what the crowd does. Like, you could have an early crowd that hates you, same exact set, the night crowd wants to, you know, crown you funniest person ever, or even like kind of the thing where you'll do a corporate gig or something and no one laughs and you're like, hey, you know what? This worked on Conan and Fallon, so you're the dumb ones here. What is it like when you never know how the audience is going to react? 
Oh, that, that, that's part of the excitement. Like, like, it can be very frustrating at the same time. Uh, but like you said, you know, I've literally, especially those, those nights, you know, Friday nights is a good example of that. Where, like, the early show, a lot of times if I do an early show on a Friday, I'm like, I'm the funniest person that ever lived. I'm a, I'm a legend. This is going to go amazing. And then after the second show, I'm like, man, I should go back to school. I could probably become an accountant, right? Like, that seems like an easier career path than this. Uh, yeah, it's all over the place. And, and, and it is weird. Like, you know, especially you talk about those corporate shows at well. Sometimes they don't, don't know who you are or you're doing comedy at noon in the middle of, like, a crisis that's been happening at that company. And you're like, well, America's Got Talent thought I was funny. <laughs> Why don't you guys? <laughs> and then, um, you know, I, I, like you said, you have a disability. And I think, you know, it, it's hard enough for able-bodied people to get brave enough to get on stage and say, look at me, I'm going to make strangers laugh. So I really admire you. When, when was the point where you're like, screw it, I don't give a damn? I'm getting up there. I'm going for it. Uh, it, it was, I was pretty young, and it, it was. Uh, I was lucky enough that I had kind of the uh, enough self awareness to realize I wasn't going to like doing anything else but perform, because I think that's also a big part of it too. Because it is scary, comedy especially, because it's one of the only art forms that the only way you can get good at it is you just have to throw yourself to the wolves basically, and just hope for the best. And uh, you know, I, I tried some other stuff. You know, I, I've had some some jobs that are, you know, good jobs, stuff that people, like, buy their houses with. And for me, I was miserable the whole time because I wasn't performing. So uh, eventually you just, you just have to, like, really just grab it by the horns and go for it. And, and luckily it worked out. No, no doubt. And are you in the process? Because it seems like every comedian is pitching – a sitcom. Have you done those pitch meetings where people roll their eyes or are looking out the window like every other comedian says? Are you writing a movie or well, what? What are you? What are you working on? Oh, you're you're always working on the next thing. That's the uh, uh, the magic and frustrating thing about something like comedy is that you know I worked for, my, my long term goal early on was America's Got Talent. Like that's what I worked hard for was to make that happen, and then it happened, and that's great. And then about a week after it was over, they're like, okay, what else you got? <laughs> what else are you going to do now? <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're in the process of working on stuff like that. Uh, hopefully something hits, but uh, that's, uh, that's just kind of how the business is. you got to keep throwing things at the wall, and eventually one of them will stick. Well, and you talk about being a road dog. I mean, you got to try stuff out like you're doing. So how much of your new, you know, your new 45 or your hour, I mean, is it? Half hour solid and another 15, you're, you're still working on it. I know some comedians say, I don't want to do too much on COVID. That's going to be hack, but how can I ignore it? Like, where are you right now with your set? Uh, it, it, it's uh, kind of a learning process. This is, uh, I think, the second week of me really getting to feel like I'm back to work. So um, a lot of it now, you know, is it, it's stuff I've been working on during the pandemic, a little bit about the pandemic, a little bit just about you know, life changes. I moved from uh, from Indiana to Southern California, you know, which is a different world altogether. So some of it's on that. Some of it is some uh, some old tried and true stuff that you know is going to work. You want to get your confidence up as well. It's really scary to go out there completely blind with, hey, here's 45 new no one's ever heard. I hope they like it, especially when I haven't been performing much. <laughs> so uh, I'm kind of in the middle uh, with that, but, but it's exciting. It, it's almost like feeling like you're, uh, 
it, it's recapturing that excitement of when you first started, where everything is new and everything's an adventure. So for LA, are you a store guy, or are you down the street at Laugh Factory? Where do you go? Um, when when I am in LA, like right now, it's a little weird because most things aren't open that much. Uh, I'm more of an improv uh, ice house guy, personally. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the improv is there as well. Um, I remember going to a show at uh, Bud Friedman's in the '80s, okay. and it was Kev- Kevin Pollock was. This was 1987, and Kevin Pollock was on. St- How old were you in 1987, Ryan? Uh, I would have been five years old in '87. All right, now I feel pretty old. All right, so uh, once again, if you want to check out Ryan Niemiller, please do, especially if you're within the sound of my voice around uh, St. Louis, heliumcomedy.com for tickets. A show tomorrow night, two on Friday, two on Saturday. He is the headliner. He knows what he's doing. Ryan, thanks for coming on the show, man. Congratulations of getting back in the clubs, and uh, hopefully we'll see you out here in San Francisco. I really appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. All right, good stuff from Ryan Neemiller. Uh, there has been a trade in the NFL. I'll talk about that next. Come on back on Sports Byline. the news be prepared to pay more taxes then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years get ready the irs the largest collection agency in the world will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to hey they can freeze your bank account your passport even padlock your business oh good times look if the irs claims you owe them five thousand or more in back taxes and they're coming after you don't panic call my friends at get a tax lawyer first Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5331 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. Oh, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. An interesting trade. The Denver Broncos have just acquired quarterback Teddy Bridgewater from Carolina. And I'm sure Teddy Bridgewater, when he heard the news, he probably said, two ones and two twos for me, coach. Nope. A sixth round pick. So... Uh, Sam Darnold is now their starting quarterback. And if you're a Carolina fan, you gotta be, you gotta be depressed, right? I mean, seriously, you gotta be depressed because, well, first of all, in Denver, you might think, well, don't they have Drew Locke? Uh, yeah, but as you can tell, they're not super sold on Drew Locke. Now, here's the thing. The Panthers, you think, well, he got that off their books. <laughs> the Panthers are going to be paying $7 million of his $10 million next year. They're going to pay Denver $7 million for him to get the hell out. So, look, what did he do last year for Carolina? 15 games, 69.1% of his passes, 3,733 yards, almost 4,000 yards passing, 15 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions. Those numbers would be respectable if they won, but the Panthers went 4-11 and 11 while he uh, was under center. Uh, here's the thing. George Payton was the GM in Minnesota when they drafted Bridgewater at the end of the first round in 2014. 
Peyton said today, acquiring Teddy Bridgewater adds competition, experience, and a strong veteran presence to our quarterback room. He's a talented player and leader who's had success in this league in a number of different situations. Being familiar with Teddy from Minnesota, he's going to compete and do everything he can to help us win. So, wow. Would I trade a six-round pick for Teddy Bridgewater when they're paying almost his whole contract? Hell yeah, I would. So, Carolina, what the hell are you doing? All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in. We'll draft tomorrow right here at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.